Today we start the next Law of One session, session 58. This was received June 16, 1981. We have 24 exchanges between Don and Ra. Uh, continuing the discussion on pyramids, and uh, we see continued uh, psychic attack on Carla and continued uh, weakness in her physical energy levels, vitality, energy levels, and um, problems of body um, associated with the attack, associated with continuing contact, uh, and the deepening um, nature of what Ra is uh, presenting or teaching. So there's more about pyramids and crystal healing here, and then down to the end of the session, uh, discussion of energy centers a little bit more, and of course healing. So let's start. Probably we'll take a couple of hours for this session. 58-0, the greeting, a little bit in brackets. Uh, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. And so, uh, as always, Don first asks about Carla and uh, begins and says, Would you please give me an indication of the instrument's condition? Ra says, This condition is as previously noted except that the physical distortions mentioned have somewhat increased, so there's more um, distortion or pain, um, energy disruption associated with physical body, physical energy levels. Don asks further, could you tell me the cause for the increase of the physical distortion? Why? Ra explains, physical distortions of this nature are begun, as we have said, due to overactivity of weak, as you call this distortion, portions of the body complex. The worsening is due to the nature of the distortion itself, which you call arthritis. Once begun, the distortion will unpredictably remain and unpredictably worsen or lessen. Now, maybe the seventh density perspective would would not see any unpredictability. But um, it is a truth that higher self doesn't know everything, and there is a difficulty in knowing the future uh, all the way up into 6th and 7th density. And so why, I mean, I have this, some kind of innocent view, isn't the future already known? There's no time from the perspective of the law of one, or unity, or Atman, or seventh density, which is above the law of one. So how can anything be unpredictable? Isn't everything predictable? So we experience free will, but isn't there no time or transcendence of linear time experience uh, from higher self and up? Seems to be. Uh, I myself can't resolve that. But you can certainly say that... Um, <clears throat> That, that some that, that systems may be very complex or all of life is a very complex set of countless systems interacting, uh, all of which um, are not totally knowable. So anyway, that's a very strange philosophical point about um, the apparent unknowability of the future by those who appear or or really are outside of time. Uh, I think in seventh density, 
that all possibilities are known or all futures are clearly perfectly seen but there still is um there still is sort of the wild card of free will um in in the complex systems that interact that create um a pheno- any phenomenon so it's a very strange discussion but we can't get into it here and it's, it's far far beyond what don and and ra are discussing but uh obviously even at the level of higher self there is the inability to predict the future to some degree or to a large degree depending on the complexity of the systems that give rise to a consequence or um you know anything that's trying to be predicted or a future occurrence so this is something that that probably can't i can't resolve until i'm back upstairs but uh the problem here is carla was um not being careful regulating activity so rotted overactivity of weak portions of her body and the issue is arthritis which was associated with pre-incarnative body weaknesses that she chose before birth and then accentuated or intensified by a Ryan negative attack unfortunately it remained throughout her life throughout her life <clears throat> and um and 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 you know went through periods of uh, improvement and worsening increase and decrease uh but she really that was the point she um had to really um be even more disciplined i mean they are very disciplined to even keep this contact but she had to be even more disciplined in in body activity meaning how much and sleep and rest and what to do and what not to do just to keep the contact or to keep her health and that's also the case with an adept an adept in some ways is like an olympic athlete to really be an adept um to be a, a non-faltering adept um high discipline in daily life eating and sleeping and and spiritual practice and life regulation is required and it's really quite a piece of work um so there was a huge toll on her body and um on all of them in some ways by maintaining the contact but they felt you know this was that 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 self offering was what they wished to make this available make this information this transmission from raw available to all humanity and to fulfill their dhamma their their spiritual their sense of spiritual obligation so they paid a great price uh to offer this to all and that's um, a big deal 583 don's talking asking about healing and said we've tried healing meaning i guess with carla we've tried healing with the diamond crystal a diamond i've tried both using the crystal around my neck and dangling it from a chain under my right hand i think that possibly i think that possibly that to do the best work on the wrist meaning helping her wrist i think or i'm not i should dangle the crystal just below my right hand from a distance of just a centimeter or two holding it directly above the wrist carla's wrist is it correct <clears throat> and you can see that you know <laughs> they're sort of playing he's sort of playing he's not trying to play he's trying to, he's serious but he's not an adept 
and they don't have full training. And so Ra answers at 58.3, this would be appropriate if you were practiced at your healing art. To work with a powerful crystal such as you have, the diamond, while unable to perceive the magnetic flux of the subtle bodies, is perhaps the same as recommending that the beginner, with saw and nail, create the Vatican. There is great art in the use of the swung crystal. At this point in your development, you would do well to work with the unpowerful crystals in ascertaining not only the physical major energy centers, but also the physical secondary and tertiary energy centers, and then begin to find the corresponding subtle body energy centers. In this way, you may activate your own inner vision. And so he's trying to do healing without being an adept, which means without being a crystallized entity, um, without um, being practiced at the healing art. And many times we try to New Age folks and many people who put themselves up as healers um, simply don't have the training and the purification and the energy centers development themselves of their own mind-body-spirit complex to be uh, effective adept uh, healers. But they work with a great crystal. They can, you know, it's easy to buy. If you have some money, you can buy uh, a great uh, crystal. Uh, just like if you're 14 years old and your parents are rich, you can buy an uh, expensive guitar. But an expensive, you know, instrument or tool with uh, little ability um, doesn't lead to much uh, great production. And so Ra's really saying, why don't you rather start with a less powerful crystal? You do well to work with the unpowerful crystals, meaning uh, the, the quality of the crystal is above your level of skill. And that's the case with the 14-year-old who has an expensive guitar or the energy healer who spent a lot of money on equipment, but their own inner vision is not yet uh, de well developed. So the, the development of the inner is much more difficult than purchase of outer tools, obviously. So what he was doing is akin to uh, creating the Vatican or those, you know, the architecture of those buildings and all that with saw and nail, meaning crude instruments, uh, because, uh, as with most, many, many healers, their level of development is insufficient uh, to the work they attempt to do. It's common. happens all the time. And then the blind lead the blind, or the naive uh, follow the self-deceived or conceited leader, healer, teacher, who then... Um, you know, gets paid well, perhaps, <laughs> for their for their healing or their teaching or their work, uh, but their skill is is not um, up to par or or as developed as perhaps some tools they may be using or their reputation, uh, because they haven't focused adequately on the inner. And so Ra is saying, instead of working with an expense with a with a great diamond crystal, which is a powerful crystal while you still can't perceive magnetic flux of subtle bodies. You don't have etheric vision. You don't have clairvoyance sufficient. You don't have clairvoyance, uh, and therefore cannot see the seven energy bodies or the subtle various energy bodies, and can't see the, the, the movement or flux of the energetics of those bodies in real time, which is the magnetic flux that I was talking about. 
why don't you take care of what's number one rather than jump to number three? Or step one is activating your own inner vision. And so you can see how people get, get ahead of themselves. It happens all the time. Uh, and Ra's recommending, well, don't work with a powerful crystal. You know, so people say, well, I can't meditate, so I'll, but I can't meditate an hour a day. Well, how about five minutes a day? How about 10 or 15 minutes or 20 minutes a day? That's much better. You know, get sick of, get sick of the easy before you begin the difficult. Um, become, become proficient at the easy before you uh, embark upon or endeavor to, to attempt the difficult. So <laughs> sit for 20 minutes, and if you think that's no problem, then, then uh, set your clock for another 20 minutes. But uh, to say, I'm going to do an hour and not move, uh, probably will lead to frustration and the sense of, I don't want to do this again because this is too much, I, I failed. So it's always, often, often I think it's good to take the easy and then uh, move to the difficult. So <clears throat> Ra was suggesting that Don, activating his inner vision, would learn to ascertain the seven major physical energy centers, meaning where are they in the physical body? Then the physical meaning associated with the physical body, secondary and tertiary energy centers, which are called minor chakras. So there are seven major chakras, and then there are considered seven minor or secondary chakras, and then there are sub-sub-chakras or tertiary. So seven times seven times seven, or multiple for sure, like the knees and elbows are considered minor chakras associated with the third ray. Um, and I, I've talked about this before. In my <clears throat> limited understanding, um, ankles are minor. Ankles and wrists are minor chakras associated with first ray. Uh, knees and elbows, minor chakras associated with third ray. Uh, hips and shoulders, minor chakras associated with fifth ray. Uh, and then the uh, the calves and the forearms associated with second, and the upper arm between elbow and shoulder, and um, thigh between knee and hip associated with fourth chakra. So, uh, Ra is saying, first you should really determine where exactly are the physical centers or the chakras associated with the body, then the secondary and tertiary chakras um, associated with the body, and then the corresponding subtle energy body centers, um, which are some distance from or not the same as the physical center. <laughs> so first learn to see all that and acknowledge, ascertain uh, all that. Then you might be use ready for working with a more powerful crystal. So we can see this is a big piece of work, you know. It's not becoming a, a true healer is not a short time weekend workshop certificate matter. What type of crystal should be used for that? Uh, 58.4, Ra explains, you may use any dangling weight of symmetrical form for your purpose is not to disturb or manipulate these energy centers, but merely to locate them and to and become aware of what they feel like when in a balanced state and when in an unbalanced or blocked state. So here we see <clears throat> the uh, synonym, the, syn the synonym uh, condition or the condition of being synonymous between unbalanced and blocked. 
blocked lower centers can be said to be unbalanced three lower centers. The lower triad, one, two, three, red, orange, yellow, when blocked can be called unbalanced, when balanced are unblocked. And um, that's a simple way, although there is also a higher balancing, which is um, the crystallization of green-blue. Certainly there has to be development of green-blue, which means fourth ray, fifth ray, love, wisdom, qualities of mind and being associated with uh, pure receptivity, love, and pure uh, or purified um, receptivity transmission, knowing, fifth ray. Certainly those two qualities are necessary to do the balancing of the lower triad, which is the unblocking of the lower three chakras, then there, I mean, I would say there's the balancing of love wisdom, which is the higher development of fourth and fifth rays, or true mind, true transpersonal mind, qualities of being and mind, after the unblocking or balancing of the lower triad. (laughs) So, then, Ra's really saying at 58.4, well, We're not talking about you healing her, meaning you're not doing the healing work yet. Your purpose is not disturbing or manipulating the energy centers because that's associated with the interruption. So, some sawing wood. Your purpose, or a barking animal, your purpose is not to do healing yet, he's raw saying. Your purpose is not uh, this disturbing or manipulating energy centers is associated with, you know, the healing in the queen, in the king's chamber, associated with the interruption of the normal magnetic flux, that's needed uh, so the person could choose a less distorted or blocked energy centers, energy bodies condition, which leads to healing. And that's not what he's doing. First is what he's really intending, and the crystal, the purpose of the earlier, you know, the, the less powerful crystal here is simply to locate the chakras, locate the energy centers, and become aware of what they feel like when they're balanced and when they're not, when they're blocked and when they're not. And that is done in uh, weekend workshop uh, Become a Healer 101 classes globally in many traditions from many teachers, meaning feel the chakras and see how, you, how they feel when they're blocked, when they're not blocked. But if there isn't etheric vision or, or um, a true clairvoyance, it's very hard to do a healing at all, actually. But it is true that people can have partial vision and a more kinesthetic, um, a different kind of um, spiritual power, not quite visual, but um, a kind of spiritual sensing and that can be quite accurate. So <clears throat> anyway, this is all you know, uh, minor discussion about um, how to train oneself as a healer uh, step by step. Furthermore, 58.5, Don asks, am I correct in assuming that what I would do would be to dangle a weight approximately two feet below my hand, place it over the body, and when the weight started moving in a clockwise rotational direction, it would indicate an unblocked energy center? Is this correct? So, it's, it's like pendulum usage. If it's moving clockwise, it has a meaning. If it's moving counterclockwise, it has another meaning. What about that? I've never used pendulums much, but some people feel they're very, very helpful. Ra explains the measurement <clears throat> from hand to weight is unimportant and at your discretion. The circular motion, 
shows an unblocked energy center. However, <laughs> however, some entities are polarized the reverse of others, and therefore it is well to test the form of, en- of normal energy spirals before beginning the procedure. So first you'd have to determine what is the response of the dangled weight, like a pyramid, the crystal dangled, like a pendulum, I'm sorry, like a pendulum, a pyramid. So like a pendulum, the dangled weight of crystal from the hand, whatever distance, um, and um, however close to the body, I don't know, uh, first determine for that person what uh, what would be the motion um, that is associated with unblocked energy chakra or normal energy spirals for that person. Ra saying, normally, what's ordinary, I guess, for the majority is uh, a circular motion of the dangled weight, a la pendulum, a pendulum crystal, crystal, a crystal pendulum, something like that. Let's call it a crystal pendulum. Uh, how is it, uh, you know, what type of motion shows unblocked chakra? What type of motion shows blocked chakra? And again, I don't think it's, it's not an all or nothing. Uh, a person can show the particular motion of the pendulum crystal or pendulum that indicates unblocked chakra or subpoint. But does that mean that there's complete unblockage of that chakra fully? I don't think so. Meaning, you know, a healer can work with a crystal and do something, and the person makes a positive improvement or positive change, which is an improvement, and the pendulum crystal or pendulum shows the motion associated with an unblocked chakra. Does that mean the person is absolutely purified? in that chakra condition? I don't think so. To the extent that the person is still reactive in mind to catalyst associated with that chakra, issues of psychology and selfhood, second ray, issues of relationship and group engagement, third ray, and and many other qualities. To the the extent that the person still is reactive, in my book, that chakra is not not perfectly uh, cleared or healed. So I wouldn't, um, I would never assume any chakra is perfectly cleared or balanced um, until my teacher told me so. I think that's safe. Meaning until somebody far more developed than I made it quite clear that um, it's done, I would never assume I'm done with anything. Next, 58.6, how would you test? Ra explains, a test is done by first holding the weight over your own hand and observing your particular configuration, then using the other self's hand, repeat the procedure. So observe the configuration or the motion of the pendulum or the crystal pendulum uh, by your hand and then by the other hand. Okay. To me, this is all um, sort of child playing because... Uh, if you're not, you know, highly trained by someone who's a true adept, then, um, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't know, it's, uh, amateur hour. So, but the, but a person who is not a full adept, not a crystallized entity, sure, still can do healing. Somewhat, of course. 
and be a useful catalyst to people who seek healing, of course. But I, I personally, I don't do this kind of thing. And um, I, I would rather, I take the slower path and, and don't, um, don't try to do something that I know I'm really not capable of doing <clears throat> because I haven't been purified. And so it's the same as, um, I think, uh, Lao Tzu or Chong Tzu said, the superior man, make sure he has it in him before he offers it to others. Uh, I think it, it's very important when people put themselves up, particularly as a healer, um, claiming that I can help you make um, demonstrable physical change. It's different than a counselor. A counselor is just a, a dialogue, um, a dialogue uh, partner, actually, somebody who can point things out and show, a way shower, promises that just, just you know, offers it back to the person to inquire further. But a healer really says, come to me and I'll uh, set you free. Come to me and I'll do something to you. This is a, a different matter. But uh, Don obviously wanted to, you know, develop healing ability to help Carla. And um, that's very, very um, pure, pure-hearted, pure intention. 58.7... Don asked, now, in the case of the instrument, we are concerned with the healing of the wrists and hands. Uh, what would it be? Would I then test the energy center of the instrument's hand and wrist area? Is this correct? Uh, meaning, should I work with her hand? And Don is kind of getting to the line here of what Ra, where Ra cannot, go, cannot further go. Ra 58.7 says, we have given you general information regarding this form of healing and have explicated the instrument's condition. There is a line beyond which information is an intrusion upon the law of confusion. And then there's an 82-second pause between the end of this answer and the beginning of the next, which starts at 58.8. I don't know what that was. Uh, Don paused, or Carla stopped, or something. Uh, this was the end of the line Don recognized for asking specifics um, for detailed advanced information beyond the general information already given about how to do healing, how to do specific healing with Carla. Um, you know, you just, the teacher will uh, go silent when the questioning uh, gets beyond a certain line. A difference of degree is a difference of kind. Uh, questioning um, beyond a certain point when one is, has not done the intermediary internal work, the prep, what, what seems to be internal preparatory work to, um, to get further teaching. Uh, there, that when that happens, the teacher goes silent because, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. When the student is ready, the advanced teaching is given. When the student is not ready, advanced teaching is not given. And when advanced teaching is not given, it's because the student is not ready, in, in the case of a pure teacher and student. Not, not talking about fake, fake teachers. So in this case, the student wasn't ready, the advanced information wasn't given. If he had uh, done more work um, to you know, put in more time, they were so they had so much to do. I mean, 
to try to become an adept teacher in the middle of trying to maintain and can, and preserve the raw contact and keep their health and their financial and their house in all ways in order and stable and comfortable to do all that to become a healer while all this was going on was really you know beyond beyond ability their ability or normal ability um, to become a healer while they were developing the raw contact this is uh, too much and the uh, Don hadn't uh, prepared hadn't gotten himself to the point where the specific information regarding healing and Carlo's condition further further information he hadn't done the work needed to be provided with that advanced information that's why it was considered infringement upon the law of free will or intrusion upon the law of confusion it was um, a bridge too far and uh, that that was the end of the questioning on that so there's some principles there to bear in mind 58.8 we move to a discussion of pyramids uh, Don asks I would like to trace the energy patterns and what is actually happening with these patterns and flow of energy in a couple of instances. I will first take the pyramid shape and trace the energy that is focused somehow by this shape. I will make a statement and let you correct it. The dot 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 first I see that the I think that the pyramid can be in any orientation and provide some focusing of spiraling energy but the greatest focusing occurs when one side of it is precisely parallel to magnetic north is this correct well, I said this is substantially correct with one addition if one corner is oriented to the magnetic north the energy will be enhanced in its focus also so we've got the two options for the placement of a pyramid or building of a pyramid uh, the greater focusing of the upward spiraling light associated with one side being constructed or placed precisely parallel to magnetic north and a deeper focusing, greater focusing of the energy spirals and the energetics within the pyramid uh, up from the base to the crown, greater focusing when there's one corner oriented to magnetic north. So for all you pyramid builders and users, um, there's value in um, establishing one side, any one side parallel to magnetic north and um, and or um, one corner oriented to magnetic north. There's also the point these days that, that magnetic north is moving with the pole shift. And so I think it's 20 degrees north, northeast, northeast now so that's discussed later I think 58.9 do you mean that if I drew a line through two opposite corners of the pyramid at the base and aimed that at magnetic north that would be precisely 45, 45 degrees out of the orientation of one side aimed at magnetic north it would work just as well is that what you're saying meaning what what actually is um, the um, orienting one corner to magnetic north. What do you what do you mean by that? And I think he understands, but he's just getting getting a definite answer. So he's asking, um, 
drew a line through opposite corners of the base of the pyramid and aimed that at magnetic north. That sounds like what Ross sang. 45 degrees out of orientation of one side, so there's 45 degrees on one side of the at that corner angle and 45 on the other. Is that what you're saying? Ross said it would work much better than if the pyramid shape were quite unaligned. It would not work quite as efficiently as the aforementioned configuration. Uh, you know, I don't. It, Ross, uh, this answer is not totally clear to me. You can say that yes, the orientation, the alignment. Don is saying is better for focusing the energy spiral than if there was unaligned, uh, an unaligned condition or no alignment. But it's not as good as the aforementioned configuration, which is what <laughs> one corner magnetic oriented to magnetic north. But I thought that's what Don is saying. So Ra doesn't explain that, doesn't really indicate that what Don. Uh, offers as his, you know, tentative understanding of what Ross answered in 58.8, Don's, Don's giving in 58.9, if that's really the same. <laughs> so, which what is the aforementioned configuration that is more efficient? I'm not sure. But it's some, obviously, orientation of the corner to magnetic north. Okay, what does that look like? Not clear. 58.10. Would the pyramid shape work just as well right side up as upside down with respect to the surface of the Earth, assuming the magnetic alignment was the same in both cases? Interesting question. Ra said, we do not penetrate your query. The reversed shape of the pyramid reverses the effects of the pyramid. Further, it is difficult to build such a structure, point down. Perhaps we have misinterpreted your query. Don is not saying, uh, I want to build a pyramid on its peak, point down, upside down. He's really saying, uh, how um, is the working of the pyramid in terms of configuring uh, spiraling energy, or prana, or intelligent energy? Is it the same whether it's upside down or right side up? Uh, and Don Ra's sort of wondering, you mean you're going to do that, or how can you do that, or what? But the reverse shape reverses the effects. It's just, um, you know, a pyramid can be seen as a funnel, as an electromagnetic or etheric funnel. Uh, when you're putting uh, oil into your gas, not, not gasoline, but, you know, you're putting your, uh, your high, high greasy oil into the oil uh, thing in the front of the car, uh, you may use a funnel, which is point side down. Or, or peak, peak side, peak point down. Uh, that's the reverse pyramid. And if you take your funnel and you put it point side up, then you have your ordinary uh, pyramid configuration. So, but but the the funnel uh, analogy is very helpful. Ra used it later or did before. Fifty-eight eleven. Don tries to clarify. I use this question only to understand the way the pyramid focuses light, not for the purpose of using one. Uh, I was just saying, if we did build a pyramid point down, would it focus in or at the queen's chamber position or just below it the same way as it would if it were point up? So the dynamics of um, where the chambers are located within the pyramid and their association with the, the energy spirals within the pyramid, 
would that would those relations be the same if it's simply upside down? Ross said it would work. It would only work thusly if an entity's polarity were for some reason reversed. <laughs> uh, they're not talking about moral polarity. I think they're talking about uh, electromagnetic polarity associated with the seven chakras and seven energy fields. It's a intel the, the polarity of intelligent energy itself, not moral polarity. I think, and obviously. Um, you know, that's not the case. Entities uh, have some kind of standard electromagnetic or intelligent energy polarity of the seven energy fields and chakras <clears throat> in the octave. Okay, something like that. 5812, more, more about pyramids. Then the lines of spiraling light energy. Do they originate from a point toward the center of the Earth and radiate outward from that point? And this is a very focused question with a good focused answer. Ra said, the pyramid shape is a collector which draws the in-streaming energy from what you would term the bottom or base and allows this energy to spiral upward in a line with the apex of the shape. This is also true if a pyramid shape is upended, meaning point down. The energy is not earth energy, as we understand the question, but is light energy which is omnipresent. So the pyramid shape as an energy collector. Uh, the shape is the only requirement, Ross said at 58.13. The energy collector draws in-streaming energy or in-streams energy or configures universally flowing intelligent energy, light, love, love, light, prana, configures it draws it in collects it and re and configures it to a particular um, arrangement of spirals or a particular spiraling arrangement uh, from base to peak in association with the geometry of the the base the sides the peak the angle the distance and all that so in, a, in, in relation to the geometry, the ratios of the pyramid shape itself, the pyramid acts as an energy collector that allows in-streaming or takes natural free-flowing universal energy and in-streams it and then coordinates or configures it into particular types of energy spirals from base to crown, or from, you know, the base of the pyramid to the apex. So it takes it from the bottom or base, and letters the, allows the energy to spiral upward in a line. Um, Ra talked about the, the, in, in the coil, the invisible energy, invisible conductive coil, inductive conductive, I don't know. I guess it's inductive coil, um, inducing and uh, pulling up or... Uh, organizing, configuring the energetics within the pyramid into a particular into particular energy dynamics uh, on their way from base to apex, and that would be the case if the pyramid's upside down too. It's not earth energy; it's light energy, omnipresent. That's intelligent energy, light, love, love, light. It's the energy of the logos, the. Um, energy whose nature is light, 
whose origin is action of free will upon love of the Logos. Infinite free will upon infinite love generating light, third principle, which is intelligent energy, which is intrinsically polarized in its way of light, love, love, light, which then differentiates into the seven densities and seven chakras, seven energy fields. That's the energy being worked upon, which is different than earth energy, whatever that is. So <laughs> that's the point. When you start to deal with um, a metaphysical, uh, scientific, scientistic, really, because it's not quite provable, any of this, it's scientistic, trying to be rigorous or logical, analytical with all the different types of energy <laughs> and their interrelation, uh, it's a quite vast study that will remain extremely imperfect and immature while we're under the veil or in third density. So, the Larsonian system seems to be quite fine, Dewey Larson. Um, but Ra also said, you know, for the one who seeks the one, for the being, the person who seeks the one, the system of time, space, space, time, and all these energy fields need never be considered. So, they're two different approaches. Uh, 5813, we're probably going to end this session <laughs> uh, midway through it. Don asks, does it matter if the pyramid is solid or is made of four thin sides, or does it? Is there a difference in effect between those two makes, meaning the two ways of constructing the pyramid, either solid or made of four thin sides? It's a very interesting point. There are pyramids that are solid block, you know, you can go to your uh, New Age uh, crystal store and see pyramids of different mineral bases uh, that are solid. And then uh, Fred Bell or the Pyridine Company makes, you know, wire wire rim or metallic, you know, sided, but they're not, they're, they're empty sides, they're just the wire structure. Uh, are those fundamentally different in function? Ross said, as an energy collector, the shape itself is the only requirement. From the standpoint of the practical needs of your body complexes, if one is to house oneself in such a shape, it is well that the shape be solid-sided in order to avoid being inundated by outer stimuli. <laughs> so, uh, as an energy collector, um, the shape itself determines um, that function. The shape being the geometry, the ratios, the proportions of the base, the altitude, the apex uh, angle, and all that. That's what does the configuring of the inductive, uh, inductive coiling, upward spiraling light configuration. But if you want to put yourself in one or house yourself in it, um, you ought to, Ross recommending it, Arby, there's some use to be solid-sided, meaning, um, you know, walls, <laughs> rather than empty space between the, the uh, angles, uh, to avoid being inundated by outer stimuli so that people are not watching you while you're doing your healing and initiation in the pyramid or whatever. <laughs> 5814, then if I just used a wire frame, that were four pieces of wire and joined at the apex, running down to the base, and the pyramid were totally open. This would do the same thing to the spiraling light energy. Is this correct? And um, this is what I was saying about a, a fr wire frame. Ross said, the concept of the frame 
as equal to the solid form is correct. However, there are many metals not recommended for use in pyramid shapes designed to aid the meditative process. Those that are recommended are, in your system of barter, what you call expensive. The wood and other natural materials or the man-made plastic rods will also be of service. So how about that? I, I kind of winced when I read that. Plastic rods. I'll have a plastic wire frame, plastic rod pyramid. That sounds very tacky and uh, unpleasant, but um, the petrochemical miasm of the plastic, I guess, doesn't influence the uh, configuration of metallic energy. But I don't think that would look very nice or it would be kind of strange. But the most recommended metals for a wire frame type construction of a pyramid to aid meditation, meaning whether you're sitting in it or you have it on your head or it's under the bed um, with a, doing meditation and you're getting the, the third spiral off the apex, whatever, the most recommended metals are expensive. They're expensive like gold and silver and platinum. Yes, those are the best. And uh, Fred Bell, Pyridine, P-Y-R-A-D-Y-N-E. I don't get any kickback, but I've used their pyramid and I like it. They do have a pyramid wireframe type pyramids uh, of gold or silver and or silver or something like that. And they're expensive. So um, it's the, f the wireframe is just fine. 5815. Why is the spiraling light focused by something as open and simple as four wooden rods joined at an apex angle? Very interesting. And here's the funnel. Ross said, if you pictured light in the metaphysical sense as water and the pyramid shape as a funnel, this concept might become self-evident. So um, light, intelligent energy, is like uh, ever-streaming water in front of you, behind you, above you, below you, to the right, to the left, everywhere. All that we see, all empty space, and matter too, um, is filled with a complex, ever-streaming light akin to water. So visualize everywhere around you streaming light lines and nodal points and spirals and uh, lines and waves and all that all over the place, like water. The pyramid shape is like a funnel um, for light. It's a light funnel. <laughs> the pyramid as a light funnel a metaphysical funnel for intelligent energy that configures the ever-streaming, universally moving um, ocean of intelligent energy prana into particular spirals that are then usable, whether it's in the pyramid or off the apex. So that, that may become clearer. 5816. Uh, I, I can see how a solid-sided pyramid would act as a funnel. It seems to me that using just the four rods joined at the apex angle would be less efficient. Can you tell me how they are equivalent to the solid-sided pyramid? You see, we're not talking about uh, a, fu a, a funnel for material, physical um, elements. We're talking about a funnel for that which is invisible. And so the side is not important, but the shape establishes uh, a collector. The shape establishes a boundary in um, in the ethereum 
and so the shape this is a very very subtle you know this is the basis of all sacred geometry and sacred constra- architecture right the masons know about this too so um, architecture masonry construction um, uh, geometrical shaped construction of physical matter um, acts as uh, organizing um, shapes organizing has organizing functions forever for all streaming intelligent energy and the physical side or the side being solid doesn't matter because it's not the matter uh, of a solid side that that does the collection it's the um, the invisible it it's the establishment of the angles uh, of the frame of the uh, of the framework or the the, um, the the crystal you know the the um, what geometrical structure of the nodal points and their um, connecting lines or something <laughs> so this is uh, multi-dimensional geometry as it serves to um, configure or influence um, intelligent energy Ross said they are meaning uh, how are they equivalent to the solid-sided pyramid the four rods joined at apex angle and the base uh, the frame wire frame type pyramid how's that equal to a solid-sided pyramid or a solid pyramid Ross said they are unequal in space-time and we recommend for practical use the solid-sided pyramid or other focusing shape in order to give your physical bodily complexes respite from outside rain noise noise rain and other distractions of meditation However, in time-space, one is concerned with the electromagnetic field produced by the shape. An equivalent field is produced by the solid and the open shape. Light is influenced metaphysically by this field rather than by visible shapes. (laughs) Now, they are equivalent, so we're talking about a wire frame type pyramid versus a solid or solid-sided pyramid a frame only frame uh, the material frame the material being frame frame only of apex and sides and base versus solid or solid sided pyramid in time in space time in the physical world obviously they're not the same Ra was saying we recommend the pyramid with the solid walls or walls or solid sides, whatever you want to, all the words are not quite good about, you know, like a pyramid with a wall, <laughs> whose sides are walls, so you can't look in, uh, so that you, your body has respite from uh, the elements of noise and rain and other distractions for meditation. If you want to sit inside a pyramid uh, so you don't have the stuff going on around you, it's better to sit in the room rather than uh, in an open space where all the stuff is happening. That's all. Meditate in a room, it'll be easier instead of meditating uh, in the middle of the street or in the park. But, you know, it depends on uh, what you like. But it is true that in, in meditation, in outdoor meditation, is in many cases more of a communion with um, holy nature, God's nature, divine nature, um, animal plant is more of a communion than it is a focusing in concentration. Uh, 
and if you the people who are really really serious about meditation they go into a cave <laughs> or they or or a room or a, a monk's cell um, because um, the enjoyment of of God's holy nature um, is not really the object of meditation um, you know in the in the lineages that lead to uh, awakening but and that's why Ra's saying um, better to have a solid sided pyramid if you want to use it for meditation if if you want to avoid the distractions of the uh, outer phenomena but what we're really talking about here is time space and the difference between difference or not between a wireframe or a solid sided pyramid in time space we're only talking about electromagnetic fields produced by the shape those electromagnetic fields do the configuring of the upward spiraling light inductive coil from base to apex and in that case the shape is not established the electromagnetic field produced by the shape is produced by um, equal uh, the, the an equivalent field electromagnetic field is equivalent though that field produced by a solid or open pyramid shape is the same depending on what's called the shape but the shape really means the ratio angle the angles of the pyramid the altitude base circumference the angle of the apex the angle of the base and all that it's the geometry of the shape that does that establishes the electromagnetic field which then configures upward spiraling light or ever streaming prana into the different uh, spirals associated with the different positions within the, the pyramid and um, off the top. Um, light, electrum, light, intelligent energy light is influenced metaphysically or is influenced in time space by the shape which is not made by the sides being solid or open. Um, it's not the visible shape, <laughs> it's the invisible shape but it's not totally, you see, even this can be knocked down a bit because if you look at a physical pyramid, you see a visible shape associated with the apex and its angle and the base and its circumference and its shape and its altitude and all of that. Though what creates metaphysically the particular electromagnetic field does appear as a physical shape associated with, you know, a, either a wire frame a frame or a solid-sided pyramid, obviously. We can see an apex, we can see a base, we can see sides and angles and geometry and altitude and all that. Uh, that's part of the visible shape. But it's the angles or the ratios from the base and the circumference and the altitude and the apex and its angle and all that, that's what establishes the uh, time-space shaping that creates a particular electromagnetic field associated with its geometry. That then configures electromagnetic energy, or, or actually uh, intelligent energy. Is electromagnetic energy, electromagnetic field different than uh, intelligent energy? I'm not sure. Um, but I think electromagnetic fields um, are associated with the particular shaping of energy, um, configuring of energy by the, the, the shape. But it's a 
metaphysical shape. It's the effect of the geometry in time-space that does the light configuring. Um, now, we are... Um, <laughs> let's just knock out 5817. Don says, thank you. That explains it nicely. I apologize for asking so many stupid questions on this, but I'm really functioning here with very little knowledge. I do not wish to get into a subject matter of no importance. I had assumed questions about the pyramid were desired by you. No. <laughs> Sorry. Due to the fact that some danger was involved to some who had misused the pyramid, etc. And I don't think Ra's asking, please, uh, Ra would like pyramid questions. No. Anyway, he's going on. I'm trying to understand the way light works and trying to get a grasp of how everything works together. And I was hoping the questions in the area, this area on the pyramid, would help me to understand the third distortion, I'll say, which is light. Yeah, third principle. Now, as I understand it, the pyramid acts, the pyramid shape acts as a funnel. In this way, increasing the, I'll say, density of energy. You know, we're getting a little trouble. The density of energy, so that the individual may have a greater intensity of actually the third distortion light. Is it correct? In Rosset, in general, it's correct. So... Um, Don realizes that the questioning got a little bit um, hyper-specific, perhaps, or transient, but, but it is interesting, and it helps us understand time-space and, uh, and uh, light energy ever-streaming, and it helps us understand the pyramid, and it helps us understand the uh, nature of healing and the nature of initiation, both um, as different, as, as associated with different electromagnetics or electrodynamics electrodynamics meaning healing as requiring temporary interruption of electromagnetic fields and initiation as associated with the centered being intensification of um, seven ray energy fields integration or synthesis meditation um, can 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 facilitate both self-healing and um, move into initiation. So, okay, the pyramid shape acts as a funnel, increasing, I wouldn't say the density of light, but mm, certainly the intensity or uh, concentration or potency of light, um, it certainly configures um, ever all, all streaming, ever streaming intelligent energy all around us, the ocean of light, it configures that in usable ways, that's for sure. So the indi individual <clears throat> um, can make use of those uh, configured um, light dynamics. Uh, 5818, Don asked, Then the pure crystalline shape, such as the diamond, you mentioned as being frozen light, it seems that this third density physical manifest manifestation of light is somehow a window or focusing mechanism for the third distortion, light, in the general sense is as correct. Ross says it's basically correct. However, it may be noted that only the will of the crystallized entity may cause interdimensional light to flow through this material. The more regularized the entity and the more regularized the crystal, the more profound the effect. So, it's basically correct that minerals may be considered uh, crystalline shapes 
or frozen light. Frozen has the sense of not moving, which is not correct, but <clears throat> crystalline in the sense of a latticed, regularized internal structure um, surely is associated with minerals and the human being and body mind spirit complex. Uh, light, physical manifestation of light as a window or focusing mechanism for intelligent energy. So we've got physical shape and mineral molecular structure. We've got mind-body-spirit complex as seven-dimensional um, energy fields and centers that is conscious, self-conscious, uh, both of which may, may be increasingly crystallized or regularized. And then we have ever-streaming intelligent energy. Um, there is a focusing of ever-streaming, all-streaming ocean of light by a mineral crystal and by mind-body-spirit complex. That's the basically correct, <clears throat> I think. But in the case of healing, um, it's Ross said it's only the will of the crystallized entity, crystallized healer, that can direct interdimensional light or um, intelligent energy to flow through the material, to flow through. So you can say that minerals, by their crystalline lattice molecular structure, um, establish energy fields. But it's the person, the, the healer, the person using the crystal, hopefully crystallized him or herself as a mind-body-spirit complex, that um, facilitates the flow of energy through it, or facilitates or causes the flowing or directs it. And so the greater the healing comes from the more regularized the healer and the more regularized the crystal. So there are levels of development of crystal. Diamond is certainly above uh, graphite. There are levels of development of entities. Uh, higher self is above uh, 3D repeater. Above simply means um, more regularized or crystallized in the energetic patterns of uh, the seven-dimensional being. Higher self, the old soul, the higher dimensional being, the higher self, Buddha, Bodhisattva, whatever we say, represent more regularized crystalline mind-body-spirit complex beings. And so um, higher developed equals greater crystalline regularity for mind or consciousness and energy dynamics and seven rays. 5819. There are many people who are now bending metal, doing other things like that by mentally requesting this happen. What's happening in that case? What are they? Can you explain what's happening here? So this is a metal bending, uh, Yuri Geller, there is no spoon. How so? Ra explains. That which occurs in this instance may be likened to the influence of the second spiral of light in a pyramid being used by an entity. As this second spiral ends at the apex, the light may be likened unto a laser beam in the metaphysical sense, and when intelligently, in brackets, intelligently directed, may cause bending not only in the pyramid, but this is the type of energy which is tapped into by those capable of this focusing of the upward spiraling light. This is made possible through contact in indigo ray with intelligent energy. So any kind of magic and city normally is established or made possible by contact or activation of indigo ray, 
activation of indigo ray then leads to contact or access to direct will conscious access to intelligent energy that's separate from contact with intelligent intelligent infinity which is the sixth seventh chakra linkage but in this case and i don't want to get into it so much but the second spiral of light within the pyramid going up to the apex is akin to the kind of energy or energetic dynamic used by those bending metal internal to the pyramid the second spiral ends at the apex inside before before the fountain third spiral off the apex in this pyramid as a second spiral it's akin to a laser beam metaphysically meaning it just is focused energy and then when intelligently directed um, it can cause bending uh, whatever bending a metal uh, this is the type of energy tapped into by those capable of this focusing it's a particular focusing of upward spiraling light upward spiraling light is also all streaming ocean of intelligent energy same uh, but it's really facilitated by contact with six, you know uh, activation of six chakra and six chakra contact or access to intelligent energy and um, you know but if you want to get into the metaphysics the, the, of it, it it's not explained and, and I'm not facility you know I'm not adept at uh, using energy for bending things 5820 why are these people able to do this they seem to have no training they just are able to do it Ross says they remember the disciplines necessary for this activity which is merely useful upon other true color vibratory experiential next high Ra's actually referring to these people doing bending of metal um, in some case obviously are wanderers who remember what was needed or the training that allows such activity that they performed or were skilled at in other dimensions particularly fourth density so it's merely useful meaning it's just a val just a normally valuable ordinary in a sense power <clears throat> power of mind and will to shape form or energy associated with other dimensions or the higher state of mind in higher dimensions and other densities are called other true color vibratory experiential nexi okay true color meaning of the seven colors vibratory because it's all vibrating dancing experiential nexi meaning points for experience dimensions or the purpose of dimensionality is for uh, multiple seven layered seven leveled experience or experiential catalyst for soul evolution ga21 then you are saying that this wouldn't be useful in our present density <laughs> rod didn't say that then you are saying that this wouldn't be useful in our present density will it be useful in fourth density on this planet in the very near future and Rob sort of goes around the question to give an answer and says the end of such energy focusing or the use is to build not to destroy and it does become quite useful as shall we say an alternative to third density building methods in fourth density or here in third density if beings had the power so Rob didn't say it wouldn't be useful Rob's simply saying it's normally useful in fourth density it could be useful here too um, and the purpose is to build, not to destroy. Is it also used for healing? Ross said no. 5823, getting close to the end here. This is a 
important question answer. Um, is there any, Don asks, 5823, is there any advantage in attempting to develop these characteristics or being able to bend metal? What I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that are these characteristics a signpost of the development of an entity or is it, are they something else? For instance, as an entity develops in through his indigo, would he something, a signpost of his development be this bending? He's basically trying to ask, uh, number one, is there some value to developing cities, characteristics? Cities means um, powers of mind that are so-called paranormal, such as bending metal. Uh, is it valuable to develop such powers, and are such powers a signpost to the development of an entity, or not, or something else? Meaning, as if, if a person has powers, is it, a is it a sign of their development? Obviously it is, but it's actually not a sign of their moral development. <laughs> it's not a sign of their developed balance, their development of balance of mind-body-spirit complex. It's not a sign of their virtue. It's a sign of particular development. And Ra explains this, and um, it's a very super serious answer. I won't go into it so far. We can reflect on it further if you like. 5823, Ra said, This will be the last full query of this working. Let us specify the three spirals of light energy which the pyramid exemplifies. Firstly, the fundamental spiral which is used for study and healing. Secondly, the spiral to the apex <clears throat> which is used for building. Firstly, the fundamental spiral which is used for study and healing. Second, the spiral to the apex which is used for building. Thirdly, the spiral spreading from the apex which is used for energizing. Contact with indigo ray need not necessarily show itself in any certain gift or guidepost, as you have said. There are some whose indigo energy is that of pure being, and never is manifested. Yet all are aware of such an entity's progress. Others may teach or share, in many ways, contact with intelligent energy. Others continue in unmanifested form, seeking intelligent infinity. Thus, the manifestation is the lesser signpost than that which is sensed or intuited about a mind-body-spirit complex. This violet ray beingness is far more indicative of true self. Are there any brief queries or small matters we may clear up if we can before we leave this instrument? Uh, I will just say briefly there are three spirals that are configured or established by the pyramidal shape in time-space. Uh, the first used for study and healing, that lead that includes, um, I would assume, the king's chamber, but other uh, positions in the pyramid. Second, a spiral two going up to the apex used for building, akin to what's used for metal bending. Third, the uh, off-the-apex spiral, the fountain, used for energizing and other there are some other functions and that's what people use when you have your pyramid under the bed under your head for meditation for 20-30 minutes and um, that's the energizing uh, third spiral then but more importantly actually um, how to know contact with indigo ray how to know that the person has activated six chakra well actually <laughs> there's no uh, foolproof easy um, uh, indication. 
Uh, it need not necessarily show itself in any certain gift or guidepost. There need not be any cities. There are people who are well-developed six-ray with no cities at all, no powers at all. Then there are people with some magical powers, cities, who are evil black magicians or who are uh, screwed up psychologically. Yes, indeed. So uh, you can't know the total beingness from um, the presence or absence of cities, magical powers or powers of mind. Then uh, there are others whose indigo energy or developed six ray, right? We're talking about significantly activated six chakra. Some then of significantly activated six chakra manifest what Ra calls pure being, uh, which is never manifest, or they, you know, dem- they demonstrate or they embody the uh, R of pure being, but there's no manifestation of signs or guideposts or cities or this and that. But all are aware of such an entity's progress, all on higher dimensions are. <laughs> Positive, you know, higher self and community is, confederation, council are, their teachers are, those with eyes to see are aware of such an entity's progress, but most humans are not, obviously. Then others who have this contact with an indigo energy, which really, again, means a significant activation of six ray. Others then may teach or share in many ways um, as, a, as demonstration or as, um, asso- you know, as um, uh, assisted by, um, informed by their contact with intelligent energy. So there's activation of sixth ray leading to contact with intelligent energy or access to intelligent energy, which then comes down, may come out in service as green ray healing, comforting, uh, blue ray teaching, inspiration, knowing, speaking, seeing, and or sixth ray magical activity, white magic, and or pure non-doing being. Others continue in unmanifested form, meaning they just don't show, and they're seeking intelligent infinity, meaning the gateway six to seven. And um, so there are adepts who have no powers, and there are those with powers who are psychologically a mess and uh, negatively oriented deceivers. So clever as snake and harmless as dove. (laughs) You know, fourth ray love and fifth ray discernment both needed for us to know. So Ra again says the manifestation, thus the manifestation, what you see, what they do, is a lesser signpost than that which is sensed or intuited about a being or mind by spirit complex. Actually, Ra's just saying sensed or intuitive because we don't have etheric vision. If you had etheric vision, um, the <laughs> vision shows, reveals their development. Then um, then there's no need to um, try to intuit or try to sense. It's seen as easy as um, the leaves of the green tree. The violet ray beingness is really what we're talking about, which is the summary integration of the seven rays development. And that's indicative of the level of development of the being. And obviously that includes the relative level of development of six ray, or the degree of six ray activation. Okay, so that's a useful point, actually. Finally, 5824, last exchange of the session. Don says, well, I did have a question on what you meant by, quote, the third spiral. And if that's too long, I just ask if there's anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact. 
Ross said, we may answer briefly. You may query in more detail if you deem it desirable at another session. Ross said, if you picture the candle flame, you may see the third spiral. <laughs> That's it. The instrument is well balanced. The accoutrements are well aligned. <clears throat> aligned well. You are conscientious. I am Ra. I leave you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. And that ends session 58. Um, so the third spiral is akin to the candle flame. Uh, that's a nice image, and um, people do meditation on candle flame, but it's good to have a room that's uh, not drafty and windy. Session 59, next time, 25 exchanges, um, more about pyramids. Personally, I am tired of pyramids, but let's just say I'm biased. Uh, more about pyramids, uh, something about wanderers, which is good, and the population of Earth, uh, and uh, nearly all about pyramids. And so, okay, um, thanks for being here. I appreciate the opportunity very much. Thank you to all. Take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.